Look at you. Beautiful for situation. My goodness, it's good to be home. Hallelujah. I tell you what, you're you're already at another uh, level since the last time I was here. Hallelujah. But I believe something's going to take place this week. Yeah. Matter of fact, I know something's going to take place this week. Amen. Amen. Father, we honor you tonight. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that abides on us and in us and through us. Holy Ghost, flood this place. Touch every life, every situation, every family, every marriage, every ministry, every physical body, every soul, every spirit, every financial situation every every place of employment every everything that is involved in the affairs of this life touch it by your spirit lord god we thank you for the anointing that continues to flow and increase in this place in jesus name so be it amen amen hallelujah Hallelujah. Y'all ready? Well, I happen to be ready too. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. God's healing rashes. Any kind of skin irritation. I see some kind of rash that looks like it's behind somebody's knee. But rashes, any kind of skin irritation. That could be anything from dandruff to uh, what they call that stuff, psoriasis, right? God's healing that now. I don't need to pray for you. It's leaving your body now. You wake up tomorrow and it's going to be gone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And you testify. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, I got my beautiful mama Alberta with us. The joy of my life. Why don't you just go ahead and be seated? I'm raring to go. Bless God. I Thank you all. Thank you all. You know, uh, such a privilege to be back here. This is my first time here in 2018. When, when, when was I here last? October? October, wow. Praise the Lord. Well, y'all doing all right. <laughs> y'all must be under some good instructors. <laughs> yeah, come on. A lot of places I go to, man, I got a, you know, say, slow leak. <laughs> got to pump them back up, you know. And by the time I get there again, got to pump them back up. You guys about ready <laughs> to burst forward, break out. Amen. It's, it's my kind of atmosphere. Amen. 
but it's been a it's been an unusual year and, not, and when i say unusual i'm talking about in a good way yes, right and uh, as uh pastor jonathan mentioned that 70-day fast uh was pretty pretty wild thing and uh we had the gathering of the prophets at the first year pastor jonathan of course comes up there and lights the place up every year in that and uh in all that my people were coming to me and they're saying hey we gonna fast you know because a lot of times we start the first year with a 21 day fast i wouldn't get none of that and i ain't fasting just because it's first year hello i do enough fasting to just sit there and say hey it's first year I, and i told him i said you gonna fast fast but god ain't saying nothing but by the time those eight days were up, uh, me and Mama Alberta had already decided, okay, we're going to do something here. So, you know, I like it when God just says something. But uh, so we, we said, all right, we're going to go on 21-day fast. And it was going to end on her uh, birthday. Uh, my platinum lady. And uh, so we got on that thing. We got on that thing, and, and uh, the Lord let me know, we're going, you're going 40 days. And so you got to understand, I wrote a book on fasting. I can tell you what's going to happen on an eight-day fast, physically and soulishly. And what's going to happen on a 21-day fast and what's going to happen on a 40-day fast. But I couldn't tell you what was going to happen on this fast. <laughs> See, when God wants to get something done and he's on a time frame, because as time closes in and starts to run out, he has to make sure that he watches over his word to perform it. And that everything comes to pass, or he ain't God. Come on, sir. <laughs> and so, uh, on that 40-day fast, I was never hungry. Never. 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 And every day, I'm not, you know, just every day I went to the bathroom as if I was eating three meals a day. That does not happen. Drinking water and juice. Wasn't no thick bras or none of that going on. Shakes and all that stuff. Wasn't none of that happening. Right? And I'm going to the bathroom like that. And I went to Mom Alberta. I said, I ain't trying to, you know, freak you out or nothing like this. But this is what's going on. She says, same thing's happening to me. For 40 days. And when we got near the end of the 40 days uh, was ending, the Lord said, I want you to go another 30 days on uh, bread and water. And you can have uh, butter and honey uh, on your bread. And uh, so for the next 30 days, which would be 70 days, uh, we, it was bread and water. And uh, the same thing, never hungry. I was never 
burn out on eating bread. It's totally supernatural. And in that time, now I ain't doing that, just, you know, right? I'm, I'm, we're seeking the Lord. We're praying. And the Lord says, I want you to cancel all the places you go to and not go anywhere. I said, whoa, 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 time out. Wait, whoa, do what? Because in wintertime, we're trying to get out of Kentucky. <laughs> Aruba, <laughs> Curacao, Bonaire, Puerto Rico, St. Petersburg. No, St. Petersburg, cold too. We ain't. <laughs> I'll be checking y'all out. No, I ain't doing one that. Ain't nothing happening there. <laughs> and so uh, he said, I don't want you to go anywhere. I said, all right. He said, matter of fact, I want you to write an album. Write an album. Music album. I wrote a music album in 12 hours. Supernatural. And we hadn't even recorded the I Give You Praise album. We're in the middle of recording I, I Give You Praise album. The Lord says, I want you right now. I said, hey, time out. We haven't recorded this. You're telling me to write an album. He said, matter of fact, I want you to write a thousand songs. Reminded me of when he said write a hundred books. Right? I said, Lord, we haven't recorded that. And, and, and the Lord just like, uh, it's like uh, the reaper overtaking the sower, overtaking the reaper, overtaking the sower. But see, God accelerated, and in 12 hours, I wrote an album. The guys are, the guys are like this in the band. They're like, okay, Pastor, you wrote another album. Praise the Lord. Because <laughs> it's a lot of work. And uh, you can, uh, I didn't bring any of the CD. Well, I brought one CD gave it to Lydia. Uh, I think she, I think she's gonna uh, make copies and sell them to you. <laughs> she's a little businesswoman over there. <laughs> I get a ten percent cut. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. But uh, I was praying during those seventy days, and the Lord uh, spoke to me and said, "I've, I'm, I've." placed upon you uh, a higher level of the anointing of increase. And uh, so when I got up off my knees, I said, okay. I received that. Demonstrate that. And before the day was over, before the day was over, and don't get mad at this, follow this. Thousands of thousands, I ain't talking tens, hundreds, I'm talking about thousands of dollars in that same day came into our life, right? Y'all ready for this? Because I'm carrying something that I didn't have last time when I came in here. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. And so... God was imparting into me in those 70 days something that I needed to be able to impart to his people. That's how it works, right? And, uh, you know, we didn't go anywhere. Uh, 
And so winter seemed really long. <laughs> right? And uh, he told uh, me and Mom Alberta, he says this. He says, I don't want you preaching on Tuesday nights. I said, whoa, whoa, come here. What are you saying? He said, I want you to preach your young legs. You understand young legs? I want you to preach your young legs. I want you to stay at home, and I want you to just keep doing what you're doing. And that was hard for you got to understand, I'm going, 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 going. I don't, I don't stop. Very, I got to go yesterday and watch Jonathan play a baseball game. You don't know how thrilled I was. <laughs> Except y'all got goofy umpires. Y'all just got goofy umpires. Right? Uh, I didn't need. I didn't need. I didn't need the fruit of the spirit to be exercised. I thought we'd just go to a ball game, you know. But no, no. Gotta have a goofy umpire. See, goofy umpires, they don't, they don't last like that one did last night back in Kentucky. <laughs> no, no, y'all, y'all, they, 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 no, that, that chain link fence. There'd be bats and all kinds of things. We, we take this thing out on the field. But that's not the impartation I brought here. Hallelujah. Batman. <laughs> but uh, just, just a few days ago, the Lord said this to me. He said, I've placed upon your life now, Philip, 72-hour miracles. Just like I placed rain as a sign, when you first obeyed me and it follows you, I placed 72 hour miracles on your life and you will see it time and time and time again. So, what is day? Wednesday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I believe we're going to have some 72-hour miracles before. I don't need the religious shout. I'm talking about somebody, bless God, pressing in this thing. Hey! If you go on our website and pull up 72-hour miracles where I taught on it three or four times to prep my people for it and it's popping houses cars healings financial miracles they're it's popping it's popping and 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 i ain't got time it's not what i'm teaching here but uh there's something about three days and three nights <laughs> up from the grave he arose right and so uh just be ready for what God wants to do this week. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, what, I, what I'm going to teach to you, it's going to take all four services. 
Just like you remember when I taught on the four levels of word? What are they? No, no, you don't say nothing. Y'all said yes. Now you're getting real quiet. Milk, meat, strong meat, honey. Y'all let, let, pastor, let pastor answer that. All together now. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're going to we're going to use Proverbs 12 as our springboard verse here. Proverbs 12. Let me know when you're there by saying hallelujah. Verse number 9. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacks bread. Now this is, we're going we gonna to be on this thing all week long. And, I, and I, we're going we're gonna to dissect this thing. Because there is such a powerful truth that the Lord placed within me years ago. Years ago. That I said, okay. That's how that works. Great. Wonderful. But we got to, tonight we got to lay some foundation. So when we start going into this thing, you're not off on some curious rabbit trail. Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll shoot all those rabbits tonight. Right? So we can stay focused uh, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. So uh, notice here in verse 8, it says, A man shall be commended according to his wisdom, but he that is of a per perverse heart shall be what? Despised. Now, right here in verse 9, it says, He that is, des is despised and hath a servant is better. But up here in verse 8, it says, He that is of a per perverse heart shall be despised. Now, see, if, if, if you just read that, you know, perverse heart, that's a pervert. Right? That's somebody that's not walking with the Lord. But then it says, But he that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honors himself. Right? So, you know, you got you to you understand some things here. Those are two complete opposite words complete opposite the one in verse 8 is the Hebrew word booze booze yeah y'all don't know what booze is down here they'll give you a perverse heart I was on that booze I was a boozer for 14 straight years come on now and that's, that's disrespect, despise, shame, right? But in verse 9, it's kalah. You got verse 9? Yeah. To be light. How many of you know we're the light of the world? Yes. To be light. And if you're light, you're going to be despised by darkness. Lightly esteemed, set light, seem vile, or seem to be vile. You understand that? 
So when it's talking about a perverse heart despised, it's talking about somebody just a heathen, just, just going contrary to what God's word is. See? And so, but verse, but verse 9, he that is despised and hath a servant is better. Now, I want, to, I want you to understand better. Because better is not best. But better is beyond. Now, now catch this, because if, 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 you, if you don't catch this, then you can get always thinking, no, I want the best. And you're not understanding that that was better on your way to best. You're struggling with me. I can feel it. Okay. Uh, come here, sister. You. Come here. Now, uh, take that. Now, how much is that? Ten dollars. Uh, how much is this? Hundred dollars. Which is better? Why is this better than that? It's the same size and so this is better than that, but this is not best. Now I'm gonna give you a choice. You want that or this? Better is not best, but it is above where you used to be. So better simply means above. Not you, we're, not, we're not stopping there. See, we're not stopping there. And, you know, a lot of people say they stop there at better. Well, it's better, it's better, right? How you doing today? Well, better, better. You get a little better, you know, it's a little better. And in their mind, that's, that's, that's the top rung of the ladder, right? Are you following? We're after the best. Come on. We're, are, you, are you hearing me? Okay. We're after the best that God has for us. But in moving to the best, how many of you, how many of you you came in here and your life was a mess. Right? Now watch this. Watch this. Is it better? But it's still not at the best. So don't downplay better, but don't stop at better. Are you following this? Now it says, he that is despised. And has a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacks bread. Now, are you ready 
for a time of increase that takes you better than before? Starting to move into best? Right? It's not going to happen without you being despised. You might as well forget about everybody loving you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because, you know, you go to that family reunion, and, you know, and they, 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 don't, they don't believe like you believe. And they smiling at you, or they may not even say a comment or so, but after you leave, they really talking. Come on now. Being despised is part of the persecution that comes with living this abundant, increased life that God has. I am, you look, Mom Alberta, she just goes into Walmart to get a couple things before we come down here, right? I don't even go in the stores back home. I ain't going to listen. I, I've, I've been in them before, and they come up to me and want to trash me and all that. I ain't messing with it. I ain't messing with you. Amazon, front door, <laughs> messing with you. <laughs> right? She goes in there, and there's, you know, one of our rebellious grandkids that just, you know, says ugly things to Mama Alberta, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, She didn't do anything to deserve that. You don't have to. All you have to do is press into things of God, and you're going to be despised. You, you, better, you better understand this where we're going, because I've got, I got to make sure you know this. Because a lot, of, a lot of reason God can't bring a better life to people is they wouldn't be able to handle being despised. Prosperity destroys a fool. Come on now. And so I got to show you some things tonight about being despised and how to operate in this. Are you, are you still okay? All right. Now, go with me to a very familiar scripture in this church, Matthew chapter 6. <laughs> Matthew 6. Let me know when you're there. Verse 24. No man, this is read in my Bible, no man can serve. You check that out. It's, it, it literally says it's impossible. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and what? Despise. <laughs> Despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So right here, Jesus says, look, 
Nobody. It's impossible to serve two. You either one way or the other. There is no in between. Either you're going to uh, serve God. He's going to be your master. Or you're going to serve that Babylonian system, that mammon system, money. Right? And he uses, Jesus uses, either you will hold the one and despise the other. Now, now, now here's where, get this, get this in, down inside you. I despise that debt system. I've watched it ruin. I, we, I buried my mama and daddy in debt. Me and Mama Alberta, we've been debt-free for over two decades. And don't, don't owe nobody on the planet nothing. We're loaded. We're rich. Right? Come on now. And I, but, but yet I'm around people all the time that are struggling, that, are, that, are, that have been uh, captivated. Uh, and, and one of my assignments is to uh, bring people out of that captivity. See? And, uh, you know, your own pastors, when I met them, were being swallowed up, being choked. Right? And now they, 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 got, they got some T-shirts going on somewhere. Right? This ministry, this ministry was in debt when I first came here, right? Now you don't owe nobody nothing but to love them. Come on now. Right? And so uh, God wants everybody in this place debt free. But now watch this. To operate that way, you got to despise that system and get ready to be despised by those that operate in that system. And if you this weak-minded little Christian that's always getting your feelings hurt, you might as well relocate. You might as well go find the soulless church where they have their cry services because your soul is going to be like a roller coaster, especially if, you, if, if you're coming out of debt because the enemy, that is his stranglehold on the world. This whole world, what makes this world, I'm talking about the natural world, this present evil world, what makes it go around is money, is money. And the love of money is the what? Root of all evil. And until you despise that system, despise it. But a lot of Christians don't despise it. No, they, 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 they play around in it. They hear the preacher preach, and, they, and, they, and, they're, and they're evaluating their own situation, and they think, well, you know, you know, all I have to do is consolidate. All I have to do is do this, do that, you know, and, well, I'll have that paid off in, in six months, same as cash, all that stuff, so you don't despise it yet. Or you got this little budget thing going on, budget, 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 and you, you know what I say about budget, how much does bud get, right? And you're just prolonging this thing, prolonging this thing, prolonging this thing, and, but when you hate the system, when you despise it because it's designed to take 
and put a yoke of bondage on God's people to keep them in chains, right? You're going from, going from a, a natural slavery into a slavery, uh, a monetary slavery. And it's mastering over you. Are you following this? Right? And God has raised up this church and these pastors to be a, uh, a, a spearhead in St. Petersburg, right? To uh, break God's people out of that captivity. I mean, it, it, it holds you down. It, 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 it weights you down to where the things that you want to do for your family you can't do. Things that, you know, Christmas time again. Oh, Lord, somebody's birthday, a wedding, and, you know, you're sitting there and you, you, you're robbing from Peter to pay Paul and all that, you know, all that. It's not a life. See? And, and you got to despise it. you got to despise it. And then love and hold on to the one, which is God. See? See? And uh, here, here's, here's how you know if you're not all the way over, if you're straddling. Oh, yeah, I know you love God. You're shouting a while ago, praise the Lord, hallelujah. But if you still play in this system, the Bible says it, 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 you cannot serve. It's impossible. And so until, until you go from total, I know you love God, but to love God, you got to love his ways. Are you following? Are you, and so until you, you go all the way over. Me and my wife, we sat down and said, okay, that's it. We ain't barring another dime on this planet. If God can't sustain us, then we just go down. And it's, and it's your word. And here we, here we are. Here we are, rich, debt-free, living in abundance. Come on now. And devil, devil don't, you know, you know, I ain't been able to. You're the first place. I've been to Puerto Rico uh, before we came here, right? But I, I couldn't preach this. So you're the first place. <laughs> right? <laughs> then I can, I, can, I can offload this. And so you can say you love God all you want to, but until you, I remember, you, and I said it here before, we were struggling. I'm preaching the streets of Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, we're living in a, a four-story, beautiful A-frame home on the river on five acres, and the rent was $500 a month. And, and this is, this is 20, 28 years ago. And, and to maintain a house was another 500 and we had no income as far as natural, right? And I was, I was uh, on the praise team at church, 
And the Lord said to me, are you mad enough yet? And I saw the devil just taking our stuff out of our house and just throwing it overboard, just trashing everything and just laughing in my face. He said, are you mad enough yet? Something snapped in me. Something, it didn't happen that night, but something shifted. And see, if I can get you to shift from playing both systems, you know, just, you just got, maybe you just got your uh, uh, ankle in it. It's too much. You cannot serve two masters. Say, well, I want out. I want out, uh, uh, Pastor Philip. I, I, want it. I know you want out. But I'm talking about you got your foot in there playing around in it. Because, you know, after all, that's just, that's just how we eat this week. On visa. Yeah, but if, you know, if we didn't, if we didn't use the visa to eat this week, how would we eat? Right, right, right. How would you eat? You can either worship the Lord or worry. Worship or worry. Worship or worry. Right? Right? How would you eat? Well, you might not be able to, you might not be uh, eating what Visa would provide for you at the moment. It might be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But even when you despite, no, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. Then I ain't talking to you. Just, just, you, th this, this message ain't going to help you at all. Just keep, don't, don't put nothing in the offering plate, nothing else. I'm looking for people that are ready to go into what God has for them all the way. All the way. Come on now. So Jesus said that you will hold to one and despise the other. It's one or the other. There's no in between. See? But now when you, dis when you despise that system, glory to God, when you, i got to get going here. When you despise that system, prepare yourself because you're going totally against the grain. Well, you know, I use other people's money. I hear that all the time. I'm smart. I don't use my own money. I use other people's money. How's that working for you? It sounds real good. Well, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm, I make the payments. No problem. I'm, I'm doing, I, got, I got this job, and I, I make these payments all right, and so on and so forth. Wonderful. You're trapped. I don't make no payments. I can do what God wants me to do when he wants me to do it. Come on now. God spoke to me a long time ago. I, I told I said it down here probably two or three times. Americans are comfortably in debt. See?
and you're going to stay in debt until you despise it. Well, I despise. No, you despise that money leaving your hand. You despise that. You're still playing the system. Until you understand and recognize the system for what it is, it is not designed to help you. I don't care what kind of commercial you're watching. It is never designed to help you. It's designed to help them. And they come down on your little impoverished level to talk to you on your level to get you trapped into their web and then after you're gone, they they talking at a different level. I know because I hear them talk. See? So you, you, there has to be, you have to despise that. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 30. Prepare yourself to be despised. And, 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 and listen, there's, there's really no way to prepare yourself other than to be forewarned. Because it will come from somebody or in such a situation that, that tries to just take the wind out of your sail. It, 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 just, it just will, right? The devil, you know, the, the devil fights people getting born again. That's right. He does. He does, right? But as soon as you're born again, he, he just wants to push you off in some religious church where you, they never teach you the Bible, right? right? And then, you know, he, he don't want you to find out about healing, right? right? But, if, you know, if, you, if finally you find out, hey, the church over there teaches the Bible, and they teach on healing, that's good. And now they're teaching you about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He don't care about you dancing the aisles and speaking in tongues and even getting healed. But when you start talking money, you start talking money. I said money. With capital M. When you start talking money, and you know, you always, again, you always got some counterfeit, some charlatan, some person out there. I've been accused of being a charlatan. I can't tell you how many times. See, I mean, big time, going in churches and the whole board. How'd that charlatan get in here? Wouldn't give me no offering because I'm a charlatan, right, and all that mess, right? But God always takes care of me. I'm just, I'm just teaching truth. It, it goes with the territory. And if you're going to live, if you're going to live free from this world system, you got to, you got to make up your mind when you come. If, if I came in here and Pastor Jonathan, uh, we go out to lunch and he said, hey, uh, Dad, man, I, I, I want you to check out my ride. All right, good. Wonderful. Yeah, I couldn't pass it up. They made me a, a deal. Uh, I couldn't 
pass up. Payments, I mean, you know, we're, we're prospering now. And I, 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 I don't know. I'd have to, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, right. Right. But that ain't happening. But I've seen that happen. People come out, go back in. Why? They didn't despise it. See? And the system, they sit around and they think of ways of enticing people to make them feel like they, that that payoff on that thing won't be all that. And, you know, they might have a thing, 90 days, same as cash, and uh, you did it and you paid it off in 90 days and, and zero interest and all that and say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, talk to that snake handler that handled that snake for a while and then, you know, it didn't bite them then. Didn't bite them then. Didn't bite them then. But then, boom. You're messing around with something that's going to bite you. It's designed to get you. Come on now. Snake handlers. <laughs> well, Isaiah 30. Well, this is all good here, but verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me. So if they're taking counsel and it's not of God, who's the counsel coming from? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. And that cover with a covering, a spiritual covering, but not of my spirit. So who, where's the covering coming from? The devil. That they may add sin to sin. They walk to go down into that system in Egypt, the world, and have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves, to get more, get a new car, a better house. Go to college to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame and the trust in the shadow of Egypt your confusion. Now, go with me down here to verse 12. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because, because you despise this word and you trust in that oppressed system. You trust in oppression and perverse and stay thereon. Therefore, this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall whose breaking comes suddenly at an instant. Now, this is not the suddenly that you want. But for those of us that are moving on with God, our eyes are going to see the suddenlies on the wicked. At the same time that suddenlies are happening within the church. I was praying just here, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, at 3 o'clock in the morning, the Lord said to me, uh, Philip, uh, perilous and glorious are going to happen simultaneously. Second Timothy 3, 1, know this also, that in the last days perilous times shall come, right? 
But then over there, it says in Ephesians chapter 5 that uh, he's, he's washing us with the water of his word that he might present it to himself a glorious church. So while God is making us glorious, it happens right in the midst of perilous times. So there's going to be suddenlies happening to the wicked while suddenlies are happening to the people of God. But he says this because you despise the word I'm giving you. you I, I gave you the word, but you despise it. And you're going to trust in that oppression. Well, you know, that's good for Pastor Philip. God just gave him supernatural faith to be able to do all that. I just, I live in the real world. Honey, that ain't the real world. That ain't the real world. Through faith, we understand that the world's plural. We're made by the Word of God. So everything that you see was made by something that you cannot see, right? And if something that we cannot see made everything that we can see, honey, you ain't living in the real world. The real world created everything you can see, so you better get off into the real world and start finding out that the, what controls the world that we came out of is the Word of God. And what is the power that moves that is the law of faith. Come on now. See? See? So right in the midst of perilous times. I mean, it's crazy out there. It's crazy out there. People killing each other. I mean, it's crazy out there. One day, one, one, one year, you know, he comes to family reunion, his name's Henry. Next time he comes, uh, uh, it, its name is Alice or something. You know, like, what's going on here? What happened to Henry? Henrietta. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's going crazy out here. Right? And so uh, you and I got to stay focused. And, you know, you, you got pastors that are, you, you got hard foreheads. I mean, I know what it's like to, uh, you know, uh, hit, the, hit these moments when the enemy says, okay, and just he tries to put the lid on this open financial portal. He tries to put the lid on it. And your pastors, they feel that. And they have to come in here and they have to get a little, uh, you know, rebuking loud. Because you don't know actually what's going on, right? But the lid's trying to be put on this thing. Everything that you've worked for, everything that you've sown for, everything that, that you've praised and danced for and, and believed for, and here comes the enemy because y'all getting too big, y'all y'all learning too much. And he tries to put that lid on. He tries to quench that. And, he, you know, the pastors have to come in here and say, Hey, come on now. Right? And you're, and you're like, I don't want to hear another hey. Something's going on, see, in the realm of the Spirit. You following this? See? And, and, and uh, through that anointing that God's placed on their lives, boom, you break through that thing. And, and uh, the devil says, well, we got, let's go back down that religious church. <laughs> they hurt you right there, exceeding grace. They hurt you. Huh? <laughs> right? Okay. Second Timothy, well, I just mentioned it. Go over there, Second Timothy. 
We're going to get some stuff done this week. But I got to get you ready to be despised and to any of you that still, you don't like debt, but you haven't despised it yet. I mean, I go buy one of those little check-and-goes and those cash-and-goes or those little, those little demonic money trap things, and it's just, ah. Uh, to me, it's like going, going by a strip joint because it's just stripping people. I told you about going into that one place, right? Man, you know, just, you know, just, ah, uh, and that guy's sitting there just begging begging in second timothy chapter three uh we just i just mentioned verse one right and it says this know also that in last days perilous times should come for men should be lovers of their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful and holy does that, does that sound like we're in the last time without natural affection truce beggars false accusers incontinent fierce watch this despisers of those that are good despisers of those that are good i ain't talking about goody two shoes good versus evil good versus evil good versus bad right despisers my goodness you can see it in the political arena Right, just I mean, just the hatred and the despise, uh, the, the despising that is is being lashed out at anybody that is doing something good, right? Okay, now let's go a little further. Go here to Luke. Chapter ten. You got to be ready to be despised or you'll buckle. You'll, you'll just buckle. Think about peer pressure when you got drunk the first time or whatever. Or you got lured into something you knew you wasn't supposed to be in, right? Peer pressure. And then, then when you got caught or whatever and, you know, you, you know, they talked me into it. Folks, we're living in a world that the majority of this planet, they think the only way you exist and live is in that borrowing, lending system. And either you on top of it, if you're fortunate enough, born in with a silver spoon in your mouth, and your last name's Rockefeller, right, right, or Winfrey, right? I understand she wasn't born that way, but you understand what I'm talking about, up through the, up through the whatever ranks, right? And you just have to sit there and say, well, it must be nice. But this is, this is the hand I've been dealt. No, 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 you can throw that hand in. Redeal. Hey, redeal. Somebody shout, redeal. Redeal. 
Man, I even back in the day when I used to play spades. Anybody ever play spades? Right. No, I'm talking a card game. That's not, you, know, you understand, right? <laughs> and there you are, and you ain't got, you got a pitiful hand. But you ain't got no spades. And everybody's sitting there bidding and all that, and you sitting there, you just waiting. You're sitting there waiting. They sitting there, and all of a sudden, you throw your cards in there. Redeal. Oh, man. That's the best hand I had all night. Right? Change the whole game. Say redeal. Redeal. <laughs> Y'all funny. Man, you got to watch what you say, right? <laughs> I was in Puerto Rico and speaking Spanish, Espanol. And so uh, I'm going to tell them in Spanish what chapter and verse to go to, right? And I <laughs> y'all laughing early. And I, and I tell them, okay, open your Bibles. Right? And, and, and uh, I, I say chapter, Capitulo. And they're, they're all, ooh, right? <laughs> Capitulo Ocho. Ooh. Then I said something. <laughs> that they all, their eyes got this big. And then they just started laughing. I thought, well, you know, it's just uh, Kentucky hillbilly uh, speaking Spanish in Puerto Rico. So I kept saying it all night. And every time I said it, they laughing like you laughing. Right? But they loved me over there. And uh, the next day at lunch, a friend of ours over there, one of our spiritual sons, uh, he said, uh, hey, Dad, you know when you were saying verse? I said, yeah. He said, you weren't saying it right. <laughs> I said, okay. Well. He said, no, no, no. You were saying a bad word. <laughs> How bad was the word? <laughs> he said, you were saying this. Capitulo, Ocho. So I'm brushing up on my Spanish a little bit better before I go public. True story. It's funny now, ain't it? Uh, Hallelujah. Are you in Luke chapter 10? Verso. That's how you say it. Verso. 
16. Sixteen. Look what Jesus said. He that hears you hears me. And he that despises you, now we're getting where it's at, despises me, and he that despises me despise him that sent me. We got a whole lot of despising going on. And so you got to be prepared for this because of the peer pressure that you, it's natural that you want to fit in. Natural. But it's not supernatural that you fit in. We're fitly joined together. Ten years ago, I didn't know you. You didn't know me. Right? Even though we existed. But it was in God's master plan that we be fitted together that every joint can supply and that we can increase with the increase of God right fitly joined together right and so you remember when Samuel was God's choice right to run the nation but the people wanted a king and Samuel was all bummed out, right? Samuel's all bummed out. And God said, look, Samuel, you got to understand, they did not reject you. They rejected me. But see, it goes through you. It goes through your soul. And you got to be ready to go on with God when, this, when, when, when that kind of uh, attack, that's all it is. When that kind of attack, you, look, look. This church already got a name, got a reputation as a money preacher. You giving all your money to that preacher? Yeah, look where he living. Look where you living. Well, keep following that faith. Keep following that faith. They're going somewhere. They're going somewhere. Come on. And don't let, don't let that crowd that's refusing to go into the promised land you go over there in, in the book of Numbers, you'll find out that God says to them, because you despised the land. You forgot it, right? You, for, you, you got over into the majority, and you despised. See, you, you know, uh, you need to get happy. When, no, you, man, you got it going on with them socks, man. I tell you. <laughs> Look at mine. That's some going on socks right there, ain't it? That's it. That's it. But I would wear them socks right there. What was I talking about? What? Spies in the land. No, it's something else. Oh, them socks, they threw me all way off. So We're going to put you in the back row, man, them kind of socks. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, you can't take that thing personally. Right? Can't take it. Can't take it. Don't take it personally. <laughs> you can't take that personally. You got to be prepared that when you are being despised, 
when 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 uh, people are you know got this attitude or cutting you off or or just won't uh, have anything to do with you anymore. You know how many you know how many people we came up with in the ranks that we shouted with over the prosperity that are so trapped in the system today. They all in and they all and 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 they preach in prosperity. They they telling other people how to, how to live in abundance, but they they all caught up in that system. I know them, and they damn when it, when when I come walking in there, they 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 get they get all kind of you know you know because they know they know I don't walk in there no more, but they they know. That I'm, I got it going on. But, it, but what's said among the ranks is, well, they're just extreme. They don't have any children. They don't know what it's like. They don't have to send their kids to school. They don't know what it, they all that. There ain't nobody in here. Nobody in here that has what. Financial monies to support the life system that we live. It, I, I would choke you if I told you. If I told you. I remember just sharing uh, with, with your pastors what mama's uh, average uh, shopping each month. <laughs> just shopping. And, and, and she doesn't even know. What the what what everything else is, right? But when you're rich, right, right, <laughs> hallelujah. Now, when people are despising you, you on your way. Instead of getting bummed out, rejoice. Right? And the only reason they're despising you is because they don't despise that system. And you have excommunicated yourself from that system. Excommunicated. You have no more communication. We get all these, all these, all these all this stuff in the mail. When you when you when you rich, see you, you get stuff in the mail, another credit card thing, and they all right. But when you rich, they give you all kinds of you know these these financial portfolios on how we can take your money. <laughs> no, you ain't taking my money. No, I know I know what to do with my money. Well, you're not in, you're not into investments. Oh, but I am. I have investments that you know not of. Come on now, come on, and they pay rich dividends. I don't have to wait for a quarterly annual report. I don't have. He daily loads me with benefits. <laughs> See, and listen, I, you know, it's not Pastor Philip coming in here to brag on what God's done in, in our life for, for four meetings and then go back uh, to Kentucky. No, 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 no. 
I'm here to encourage you and to deposit in you the next, not step, steps, pathway, right? Road, highway. Uh-huh. Now watch this. You got to despise that system. And you got to be ready to be despised. Now remember our springboard verse. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacks bread. We're going to be going back to that all week. I just got to get this part laid tonight, right? Now, Isaiah, again. That's why, that's why the, when, your, when your pastor gets up here and starts moving under the prophetic, you understand that both Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Kim operate prophetically. You understand that? That's why the Bible says, despise not prophesying. Oh, there they go again, prophesying. Despise not prophesying. Something's being released. Something's being imparted. Something's being, uh, is giving you opportunity to grab a hold of what's being said that you might war a good warfare. Come on now. But it says despise not. Despise not. That tells me prophet, the prophetic words that come forth, the, the enemy wants, wants that to be despised, to shut it down. See? Now, in Isaiah 53. We're almost to my message. You know this, Isaiah 53, talking about Jesus, verse 3. He is despised. He, substitutionary work. Jesus was despised. He was rejected. So when you're being despised, it's being crucified. Come on now. It's been crucified. He became despised. So that the effect of being despised doesn't root down in your life. You following this? You know there's somebody there's somebody that despises you right now. Right? They may have made themselves known. They may have even used that. I despise you. I hate you. I won't ever see you in my life. On and on and on and on and on. Right? Right? Now, over in Isaiah 60, this thing turns around. You know this chapter. You're well taught here. 
Rise, shine, for the light has come, right? And it starts telling everything that's going to happen when this inversion happens. I don't have time to teach on that. But it says in verse 14, The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of your feet. Does your Bible say all they? All they. So there's a connection that is made even the enemy getting people to despise you. But there's a connection that they know you. And so God is going to elevate you, the law of exaltation. <laughs> He's going to elevate you, and they know you. They know you. And things out in that perilous world are going to continue to move down in that system while the glorious things that God is doing are being elevated. And all those that despised you shall bow themselves down at the soles of your feet, and they shall call thee, St. Petersburg, the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Now, boy, I tell you what, it takes faith to believe that right there, that everyone that despises you, before you leave this planet, they're going to come to you and say, you know what, I hated you. I said all kinds of things against you. I thought you were a fake. I thought you were just lost your mind. But I now see that surely the Lord is with you, and I'm asking you to forgive me and teach me everything. You know, somebody shout in here. <laughs> They're going to come back. <laughs> now, First Timothy chapter 4. This is foundation night. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 1, now the Spirit speaks expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith. If you've been in, if, if you've been in the faith life any length of time at all, you've seen that happen. People that amen, shouted, said, I believe I received, gone. I tried that face stuff. That was your problem. He really tried you, and you failed. Now, the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Verse 12, But let no man despise thy youth. Now, see, we can preach that at the youth camp. If you're 14, 15, 16, and let no man despise thy youth, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, young person, that's wonderful, right? But youth represents when you're growing in the things of God. The enemy tries to 
chop you down. He, he, look, he ain't going to stop me. I'm, as far as, as, far as that, that is concerned, I'm there. I'm not where I'm going, but I'm there as far as he ain't going to shut my mouth. You understand what I'm saying? I've been through too much. I've been around the circle of faith too many times. I know how this thing works. Are you following? But it says, let no man despise thy youth. When you're growing, especially in the financial arena, when you're growing past the infant stage, the infant stage is when you found out, what? The tithe belongs to God. Oh, boy, I better give him his, right? Your infant stage, right? And then, you know, you find out about offerings. You're toddler. You're toddler. You're What's, what's this going on, you know? And then you, you, you are you following? You find out that he's the Lord your God that teaches you to profit and leads you in the way. Now, now, now you now you up and, you know, you, you're a preteen, right? And, 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 and <laughs> come on, come on now. And then you find out that he became poor. That you through his poverty be made rich. Now you now now this thing's working. Now now you're starting to see some things come into your life. You say you you, you know you got rid of that junker, right? And are you following? You're driving and driving a little better. You, you are you following? What I'm saying. And it says, let no man. See, this is when the devil tries to come in and say, yeah, well, look at Pastor Philip. Look look look, look at him. But you know how you are. And he tries to disqualify you in your mind. He tries to, he tries to give you all the reasons why it works for me and it, and it won't work for you. No, it's an equal playing field. You don't have to be highly educated to work this thing. All you have to do is, is, is locate truth and become a doer of it. Come on now. And be relentless. And despise that system. Despise it. See? And so, let no man despise wherever you may be. Wherever you may be. Go with me to Zechariah. You still all right? We get this foundation built tonight. Zechariah chapter 4. Look at verse 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by that system not by the physical systems that are out there not by might nor by power but it's going to be by my spirit saith the lord of hosts who art thou o great mountain of debt before zerubbabel you shall be leveled you shall be made plain why would that great mountain be made plain because the word of the Lord came to him. When the word of the Lord comes to you, it's coming to you not just to get you to shout. It's coming to you to level that hindering vision blocker 
that's trying to keep you back from having better on your way to best. You following this? See? Now watch this. Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. The headstone means the, the cap, the finishing. It's the, it's the roof. It's the last cap. See, when we, when we build stuff here, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, put, we'll lay the foundation, put the walls up, and put the roof on, and then and put everything on inside, you know, and, and so on and so When they would build these, they're building this stuff out of stone, right? And so they would get the, all the walls up and everything, and then they put the capstone, the headstone on top. That was the, that was the big shouting time, right? They're putting a watch. Verse 8. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house, and his hands shall also finish it. God is the author and finisher of our faith, being confident of this very thing, that he which begun a good work in you shall perform it, shall complete it, right? Now, right here he said, the very hands, look what it says, the hands that the Word came to. The Word of the Lord came to Zerubbabel. And he said, before you, because the Word came to you, because you received that Word that, that, that your pastor talked about over there in First Thessalonians, was chapter 2, when he said, we received the Word not as it came from men, but as it were the Word of God. Right? And because Zerubbabel received the word, okay, it ain't going to be by my might. It ain't going to be by my power. This is going to be a supernatural thing here, what you're about to do. And I just got to put my faith in it. That's what you said to me. I don't know how this thing going to happen, but it's going to happen. Where the word of the king is, there's power, and I'm receiving that. Here we go, God. Here we go, God. See, I guarantee you when they were in there, swallowed up in debt, swallowed up in debt, swallowed up in debt. How many times me and Mama Albert just want to write the check? We just want to write the check just, and it would have totally ruined them because, one, it would be set out there. That white man come in there, that rich white man came in there, Help them little poor black folk down there in the corner. I mean, this is what they be talking. They're already saying it. <laughs> hey, well, that ain't true. See? Right? No. The word of the Lord came unto Pastor Jonathan and Kimberly. The word of the Lord. Right? And they said, okay. We don't know how it's going to happen. Now, I encouraged him the whole time. I said, I, I'd sit there and say, one day soon. One day soon, we're going we gonna to be laughing and throwing a party, so we might as well throw it now. Yeah. Huh? Huh? And then they shocked my soul that time. When I was, was that the last time I was here? Yeah, it shocked my soul. Bless me. Mm. Take that, devil. 
right? So when that word comes to you, Robert, when the word comes to you, then what you have to do, that word replaces might and power. It replaces your ability to do whatever you can do. And it's two systems. Two systems. Now, now follow this. You ain't going to help nobody when you got a beam in your eye. First get the beam out of your eye. Then you can see clearly to help get something out of somebody else's eye. See? See? And so God sends a word to Zerubbabel, Chris. He sends a word to Zerubbabel. And he says this word. And Zerubbabel's looking at a mountain. He's looking at a mountain. And he's been given a task to do something for the kingdom of God that is beyond his current status. See? Now the banks will sit there and we can make that happen for you. We can help you out right there. See? And here comes this word. And one word from God replaces, drives out all individual might and power, leaving, okay, your words are spirit and they are life. You said it. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Shall he not make it good? Now, I'm this is where you got to get. See? Now, look at this. Who are you, great, O oh great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstones thereof with shouting, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel started this thing. I started with him. I started with this is the word. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. That same word. The hands of Zerubbabel got it started. See, a lot of people take a word from God and get started with it, but they don't hold on to it. They don't hold on to it. They start to despise it, and they start thinking, oh, my goodness, I gave all that away, and, and now look what I got. And, 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 and now they're sitting there calling the church, wanting that watch back. They're calling that church, wanting that, wanting that ring back, and where's my money? I gave all that money to the... I, I've heard all this thing. But the same hands, your hands. Look at your name and say, your hands. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation. His hands shall also finish it. And you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you. Now you better get ready for this. Ten. For who hath despised the day of small things? 
In other words, Zerubbabel is looking at this great mountain. And he's got a word from God. A word from God. Nothing visible. Nothing visible. Except God said. God said. You might be in here tonight. And you're looking at a great mountain. And all you got is God said. I got good news for you. That's all you need. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, you know, you got to put action to it and all that. But you understand. But notice that God says this. But who hath despised the days of small things? Amplified says, do we got the Amplified? Who hath despised, yeah, there's Amplified. Who despises the days, that ain't the right Amplified. There it is. Who with reason despises the days of small things or small beginnings? Small beginnings are you following this now i'm believing for suddenly 72 hour miracles but if you don't understand small beginnings you can sit there and get bummed out when somebody comes in here and says i got my house and and you know and and you've been coming to this church for 20 years and they they've been coming for 20 weeks and they come in here saying I got my house, I got my house, and you sitting there, and you know, uh, you, 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 you were able to move out of your apartment to the one across, across the hall that, was, that had an extra bathroom. Hello. What's happening? Despise. The very thing that you have to be on guard for is infiltrating because God's plan is not that you just move across the apartment and get that bathroom, but that was his next move for you. Are you following? On your way. Who has, and the enemy's trying to get you to, to despise what God is doing while he's doing it. He's moving. Are you following this? And if you're not careful, you can get into, uh, like, everything in your life by tomorrow, you know, you're totally, everything's changed. You got, you got five, you got, no, you got seven brand new cars, one for every day of the week. You got, you got, a, you got the house in California, the house in the Caribbean, the house in, in St. Pete and all. And watch this. Can God do that? Yeah. yeah. You got a seat out there for it? Okay. That got weak. I got weak right there. But we just gonna believe that you do. Boy, the bottom fell out of that thing. But you understand what I'm saying? And we're not we're not downplaying any of that. We're not downplaying any of that. 
But God knows what you got to learn to be able to have responsibility over as increase comes. Because you know what? How much taxes are on seven cars? The house in California, the house in the Caribbean. You sitting there, you're going to be back at the bank borrowing money just to pay taxes on that. So God elevates you as you're able, as you're able, as you're able to handle it. Let me, let me, let, 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 who hath despised the days of small things? We lived in a camper for three and a half years, 30-foot camper, one bathroom. And when that door, when that bathroom door was shut, my knees touched the door, right? And I had to let Alberta know when I was coming out because on the other side of that door was standing right in front of the sink in the mirror, and she'd be in, doing her makeup. I'd hit her right in her back. See, we lived in that three and a half years. Come on now. Then we went, and then we went into our uh, efficiency apartment. Efficiency apartment. One bathroom, right? One closet, and everything was wide open. Everything was wide open. And so uh, the living room... Uh, and, and the bedroom, you could see everything right, and, and the little kitchenette thing right there, everything's wide open. And so, you know, it, it, yeah, it's just, you know, but, we, but you know, uh, who hath despised the days of small beginnings? We're, 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 seeing, we're seeing the hand of God move. You've heard the story how my, uh, God told Mom Alberta uh, to get a, a housekeeper, a housekeeper. While we're in this one little efficiency apartment, God says, get a, get a housekeeper. And so Alberta hires this lady to, to start cleaning our, our, that one little apartment, right, while she's sitting there studying the Word. took faith for her to do that because you got you to gotta know she's, she's Mrs. Clean. I mean, everything got to be clean, everything, including me, <laughs> right? And, and now watch this. And the Lord, after this lady started, it wasn't long before the Lord said, now you're going to pay uh, for that housekeeper, you're going to get that apartment right across the hall. So we, we're paying rent on our apartment. Now we're paying rent for the housekeeper, and then we're blessing her financially at the same time. And then the apartment down at the other end of the hall opened up, and we rented. The Lord said, now rent that. That's your east wing and your west wing. Now, now, now what's going on here? Here we are. Here we are in an, in an efficiency apartment, right? And and we're we're maxing. We're maxing at three three hundred dollars a month rent and seventy five dollars electrician. Now this is a long time ago, twenty over twenty years ago, right? And now we've gone from 300 to 600 and from $75 electricity to 150 electricity. Then we get the other apartment and it's 900 now, 300, 300, 300. Now it's 900 and another $75 for electricity. And what's God doing? He's stretching us. And who hath despised the days of small beginnings? And then after seven years, now see, the thing about it is, you're listening to somebody that God needed in that position to impart into 
uh, into my life so I can release something into you that ain't going to take as long as it took us. But there is a process that if you'll welcome the process, you can get through it a whole lot better. <laughs> See, I knew, what, I knew what basic training was all about because I come from a military family. <laughs> my daddy was a merchant marine. My brother was in the Air Force. They, they told me. They told me what's going to happen in basic training. But these other boys come in there, they didn't know nothing about no basic training. They ain't never had no training. <laughs> right? I knew what it was. So, so I went in there, and because I went in there that way, I shot right through basic training where others struggled. See? See? Because I'd already been taught. I had somebody teach me that had already been through. You're having somebody teach you that's already been through, so a whole lot of the struggle, you don't have to go, even though you got to go through the training, you're going to say, oh, this is that, which was spoken by the prophet Philip. <laughs> right? See? Hallelujah. So who had despised these days of small beginnings? And so one day I'm on my knees praying, and, and the Lord says, it's time to get up out of here. Seven years. I said, where are we going, Lord? He said, where do you want to go? My God. Now, if I'd have said, if I'd have said uh, low-income housing been nice, he'd have said, all right, there, go, go. He said, where do you want to go? He didn't ask me about money. He didn't ask me about what we could afford. He said this, where do you want to go? And I named the, the, the best place in Frankfurt. Some of y'all have been there. The best place in Frankfurt, and this was his exact words. Go! That was it. Two-letter word. I jumped up off my knees. I said, honey, we're moving. She said, where are we going? I named the place. And she said, I never heard of it. I said, come on, I'm going to show it to you. Hey! That was 14 years ago. Went from little apartment. Who has despised the days of small beginnings? Now we're living in a 5,500-square-foot home, five bathrooms, and it's me and Albert and a dog. Well, he don't like to be called a dog, and my son. He's the richest Yorkie in Kentucky and knows it. <laughs> see, see, can, can, can you hang? Deuteronomy, I'm right in the middle of something right here, and I, I feel the Holy Ghost. Y'all tracking this. Deuteronomy chapter 2. Two more verses, and, 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 and uh, we got the foundation laid. Okay? And we know that the word that the foundation came to, we're going to finish it. Deuteronomy chapter 2, 
Look what God says in verse 31. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have what? Begun. begun. I have begun to give this land. Sion is land before thee. Now watch this. Begin to possess that you may inherit his land. So here's what God does. He begins to give so that you'll begin to possess. He doesn't just give because you're like, you won't be able to handle it. So he begins, but when he begins something, it's still going to stay. He's going to match you out. Everybody's going to be shouting over your manifestation. He's going to be good for a few months, and then he starts stretching you again. Right? So when God, look what it says, I have begun to give. So when, he, when God begins to give, he needs us to begin to possess. You following this? Yes, and you, we, don't, we don't know all that, that beginning to possess entails. I was in uh, Puerto Rico, and uh, I'm over there, and uh, their worship team got in this place, and they were about to shut down, and the Holy Ghost was moving. So I jumped up there and, and took the microphone, and boy, we, we went into a place they ain't never been. I've been there many times. They'd never been there. And it rocked that church. It rocked that church. And uh, the Lord uh, began to say to me, uh, how come you didn't bring your guitar? I said, Lord, I don't want to lug that guitar all the way from, from Frankfurt all the way to Puerto Rico. And then, you know, my guitars are nice. I don't need them being all banged up and thrown around and kicked around and all that stuff, you know. And then if you don't want to do that, you have to buy a seat for it and all that stuff. You know what he said to that? Nothing. God don't reply to ignorance unless he's going to rebuke you. And I woke up. The I woke up. I woke up. I woke up with this song, uh, 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 Lord Jehovah. Psalm, uh, Isaiah 26. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. I woke up with this song, just a download. I didn't have to do nothing. I ain't got no guitar. So I got my phone out, you know, hit that little record thing and, and r just acapella into it, right? And uh, Lord said, how come you ain't got no guitar here? I told you I ain't got no guitar here. And then it dawns on me. I'm rich. Just buy one and leave it in Puerto Rico. That'd be my Puerto Rico guitar. Right? Isn't that, isn't that what you do if you's rich? Yes. <laughs> I call all the guitar stores in Puerto Rico. 
Ain't nobody got one. I, I just can't have any guitar, Chris. I got to have, you know, you know, you know. I got to have flashy. <laughs> and so, you know, I just kind of like, well, they ain't got one on the island. And the Lord's like, uh, they got all kinds of them in America. Amazon. <laughs> so I, I got online and I ordered me a nice flashy guitar, right? It's in Puerto Rico, right? And it's just there. It's just there under strict, strict <laughs> supervision and care. That's not, it's not a public guitar and uh, so you know what's going on well see we want a house in Puerto Rico we want a house in Puerto Rico and we want a house in St. Petersburg we know that we're not just saying that because we go there God's put that in our heart you begin when he begins to give, you begin to possess. Now I possess, I possess a guitar in Puerto Rico who hath despised the day of small things. Well, if you got a guitar, you're going to need a house for a guitar. You're going to need a house for a guitar, Right? Let me show you one more, the last verse here. Exodus 23. <laughs> Exodus 23. Y'all straighten up on that front rotor. Y'all y'all jumping ahead of me. Exodus 23. Are you there? Look what it says here. Verse 29. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate. In other words, there you are. You in all this, and you can't keep the lawn mowed. Barely keeping gas in your car. You ain't got no gas for lawnmower, much less somebody taking care of it. I will, not <laughs> I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest that, lest that place becomes desolate. I got it, got it for you. You, 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 you got to be able to handle this thing. See? See? See, before the, if, well, let me finish this. Lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against thee. By little and little, who hath despised the days of little beginning, small things. By little and little, I'll drive them out from before thee until you be increased and inherit the land. Now, we ain't talking about just a little quarter raise on the hour kind of deal. But don't despise that. Are you following? Are you following? Now, now, uh.
<laughs> I'm coming here to St. Petersburg, and the Lord said, are you taking your guitar? <laughs> now, understand, when we come to St. Petersburg, we fly in first class. Now, see, that right there, my wife been telling me, we need to be flying first class. Long time. I ain't doing it. I'm rich, but I ain't doing that. I can fly to St. Pete. I ain't flying a legion. And listen, if you fly in a legion, don't, don't, hey, what it, that's better than Greyhound. That's better. But it ain't the best. But that's better. Put your shoes on and just march on there like you just own the place. <laughs> to fly here first class. Now, we've been flying first class all over the place now, right? And see, you, you, you get to where you, you, you just, you don't even look for nothing. You don't, <laughs> you don't, even, you don't even compare nothing anymore. But, but, to, but to fly down here, to fly, I ain't going to tell you. Just look it up yourself. To fly first class, right? But now, hey, you know what the Lord, you know, you know how the Lord broke me that? See, I'm rich. I just don't want to give up that money. He said this. He said, you drive first class. You, li you live in a first class house. How come you be riding economy? And when he was dealing with me on that, me and me and uh, Pastor Jonathan, that's how far back. We, we, we were preaching in, uh, where were we, Tacoma, Washington, Arkansas, somewhere we were preaching. And we, you know, we, we, they stick us all the way in the back. Huh? For L.A. We in L.A. They, they stick us all the way in the back, very back. Right back there by the latrine. Y'all know what a latrine is? That aroma. Because they, 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 have to, they, have to, they have to put a, a heavy kind of detergent smell on that thing, right? And the, and the stewardess comes up and hands me a whole bunch. God's talking to me at the same time. Seat won't go back because you're up against a bulkhead. Right? And the Lord's sitting there saying, what are you doing? Look at you, rich man. And the stewardess comes up and hands me a big thing of napkins. I said, what's that for? She said, you're going to need it because that leaks right over top of your head. Remember that? So here we are flying back from L.A. or wherever we are. Look at you, rich man. I hear you, Lord. money like some of y'all so he says how come you ain't be taking no guitar down to St. Petersburg well you know they got their own musicians up there and all. I ain't talking about all that I'm talking about writing songs you got a thousand songs right songwriter 
And next time y'all put my name up there is Philip D. Derbert. Never Philip Derbert. That D is David, the songwriter. I sign my name, Philip D. Derber. Just, just understand, that happens a lot, that, but we family, right? Yes, we didn't fall out over that, did we? All right. <laughs> if you can make it through that, huh? How come you be not taking, you ain't, you ain't bringing no guitar to Florida? See? So, I text Pastor Johnson. Said, you got a guitar that's about to arrive on your front porch. <laughs> right? So back in the condo, I got me a flashy guitar. It's a St. Petersburg. No, you ain't playing it. It's under strict supervision and care. But I might bring it in here Friday night. We just had to get a little wild in here. Right? <laughs> right? Begin to possess. Well, now I got something I possess right here in St. Petersburg. And tomorrow night I may come in here with something else that I possess right here in St. Petersburg. Right? And so, uh, well, we're going to go look at a car tomorrow. Just to have a car down here just to, just to drive around, you know, just. And if you got a car, you're going to need a garage. Begin to possess little by little. <laughs> when you sense God moving, see, it makes no sense. I got a guitar in Puerto Rico. Once, twice a year over there in Puerto Rico. Got a guitar down here. Whatever many times I come. Right? But what makes sense to God is that wherever I'm at, that I'm available to His Spirit Folks, God's plan. Now, see, somebody, somebody can hear that and say, my, he, he just takes money. Now he's talking about a car down in here in Florida. What's you going to do with the car? I'll drive it. What's you going to do when you ain't here? Park it. It's not a public car. It's going to be under strict supervision. Hallelujah. So the whole thing is, who hath despised when God begins to move? And you're going to, you're going to understand. Now, see, we, didn't, we haven't even gotten into our springboard verse. I had to get that part laid out. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacketh bread. Now, we're going we gonna, to we gonna dive deep into that, all right? We're going to dive deep in that, and you're going to see some things, I believe, that's really going to open your eyes. 
But tonight, just a teaching night, lay the foundation, right? Did you get anything out of that? Yeah. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. God's going to do some great things this week. Great things. Amen. Well, I love you. And now that that foundation's laid, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't have any more direction uh, than that right, right, right here. You understand what I'm saying? And so uh, come in here tomorrow night, and we're going to start moving in this time of increase. Amen. Give your pastor a big hand.